Hey guys, welcome back to the Level Up Experience. Today we really have a really special guest, uh, Pavin Lacat. He's the winner of the 2019 Madden Club Championships and took home $100,000 prize money. Um, been a Madden pro for two years. And the story is really interesting. Um, he's only 19 years old and has seen some unbelievable success. Uh, we talk about kind of his grind and his adventure uh, being a Madden player uh, over the past three years and kind of what his expectations are for himself uh, as a Madden pro over the next years to come. I want to thank you all so much for the five-star ratings and reviews. Those really mean a lot. I know it takes a little bit of time to do that, uh, but if you scroll down and do that, really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for connecting with me on LinkedIn. It's the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, look up Chris Reed, C-R-I-S-R-E-E-D, and also follow the company page, Level Up Experience. And I'm also on Twitter at Level Up EXP. All right, Pavan, we are live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and on Periscope. What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Uh, glad to be a part of the show. You know, rising uh, early. It's nine o'clock here on the West Coast. Got up, got my breakfast, got my showering, and we go to do this broadcast, man. It should be a good one. Appreciate you being here, man. It's awesome stuff. Uh, pulling up, pulling up all the devices here. So typical. So when we go live, you know, you're a streamer and a content creator. So you got to get all the chats up. You got to see everybody's doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know the drill. So. I uh, hope everyone's having a great Wednesday. I have to remind myself what day of the week it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you have that problem. Uh, um, nah, nah. So it's, it's not a, a couple well, times when my schedule has been really messed up, but you know, I'm on a great schedule right now and you know, every day I wake up and get ready to get work. Absolutely. Well, as everybody starts popping in here, um, let us know where you guys are coming from again, across all platforms. Thank you all for being here. Want to dive in to the world of Madden. But before we do that, uh, I'm going to give the floor to Pavan Lakat. Yep. Uh, he, you won the 2019 Madden Pro Series Championship last year. $100,000. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, I think mm -hmm. a lot of people, before I give you the floor, I mean, I don't think a lot of people even knew that happened. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it really is incredible what's going on in that space and how it's grown so much over the years. Um, and, and we'll, we'll dive into a little bit more, but I want to give you the floor first, talk about yourself for a couple minutes and we'll go from there. Sounds good. Um, my name is Pavan Lakat. Um, I, I was born in Modesto, California, but I'm stay out here near Yuba city, California. It's near Sacramento. I'm 19 currently, uh, born in the year 2000. Um, what else can I say? Like, uh, I'm just a, a big fan of video games and a big fan of sports. So you can see where that that uh, emer uh, that crossover took o took over. Uh, playing a lot of Madden uh, growing up with my dad and my brother. You know, just passing around the sticks, having fun. To just watching NFL Sundays, watching my Raiders. You know, win, lose, whatever it was, we would we would be getting hyped and we would just you know you know good times. So you know, being a Raiders fan, that's where uh, you know. I represented the Raiders in my uh, tournament, my tournament run in Madden 19. But, you know, I don't know what to say. I graduated in 2018. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Madden. I used to grind it out a lot, like during high school. And, you know, there's some funny stories that, you know, I would grind it out over homework a lot and all that. And, you know, it ended up working out in the long run. Um, I still got a lot, a lot of things to do. But, you know, that's where I'm at right now. I'm currently 19. I already said that. And, you know. Uh, this is, I believe, my third or fourth year playing in competitive Madden, and you know it's been it's been really fun. 
learning about a lot of things, meeting all the new players, going to different places, Dallas, Las Vegas, Orlando, you know, places I don't think I would have been going to if it you know, hadn't been for playing competitive Madden. So that's yes. where I'm at right now. That's very cool, man. It, it is such an awesome story. I really want to pick apart some things. So you, when did you start playing Madden? Um, I started playing Madden just for fun in Madden 15. So I was either, I, would, I believe I was a sophomore in high school, uh, my second s- semester sophomore. And I was either, I was 14 at the time and I was playing Madden 15. And, you know, at first I was, I had no idea what was going on. I just played it because I was a big sports fan and I saw other people on Twitch playing it and uh, ended up turning out into, you know, oh, how could I watch YouTube videos to get better? How could I watch Twitch to get better? Oh, what are these money plays? What are those money plays? How do I play better defense? How do I get a better user? Uh, little things like that. And, you know, I've always had a little uh, competitive nature in me. And, you know, I didn't really play sports in high school or even before high school and junior junior high. Um, I decided, you know, that this could be my sport, you know, and it is considered an e-sport. It is a sport. And, you know, look, look where it's at now. It's only growing, man. Yeah, it's, it's it really is incredible. The opportunities available, um, mm-hmm. and I think again we have a lot of conversations, kind of like what the mainstream, what mainstream thinks uh, is happening with with some of these scenes or the lack thereof happening. Uh, I think the, there's a lot of education that needs to be thrown out there. Like this is a real thing. Yeah, uh, like Madden is absolutely real, um, and it's just it's the like you mentioned the opportunity for uh, someone that's in the space that that may on the traditional sports side. Uh, may have not connected with the traditional sport, but you know th- this this is a sport, and this it gives you an opportunity you may not otherwise have had. So I, I think it's really I think it's really really cool to kind of dive into those different stories. Um, yeah. so, so you won this man. So 18 years old, right? And uh, yeah. Won, last year, yeah. When you yeah. won this tournament, when you won the, the the series, you were 18 years old, and you won yeah. when you won a hundred thousand dollars. Can you walk me through that that tournament, that process? Like, was there nerves? I mean, were you, you know, ice cold? Like, this is what you, you know, what you do? Like, t- go through that experience. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, So coming up, like, it was the, probably t- the past two to one month before the tournament, I was on the game heavy, maybe eight to ten hours a, ga- a day. Um, You know, it was a little unhealthy, and that's some, some of the side that you don't see a lot, but, like, or that you're known to see a lot, but, like, you know, now I, I know how to schedule, take care of myself. At the time I was too, you know, I was I just out of high school, you know, nothing severe happened or anything. But, you know, I was on the game heavy, eight to 10 hours a time. Um, I knew I was getting ready for this tournament. I knew the year prior I had actually made the final 32 of this tournament, then lost. But this year I was ready to make a deeper run, you know. Um, the guy I lost to, his name is Problem Right. They call him the Go Madden. The, I lost to a Madden uh, 18 the year prior he had knocked me out and this tournament, he wasn't in there. So I was like, I was feeling more, um, uh, more juiced, you know, just ready to go, uh, knowing I can make this deep tournament run, knowing that there was no one, you know, uh, that I should be afraid of. And, you know, going there, it was in Redwood city. Uh, I won my first game, ended up winning that by a little bit. I was nervous. The first game, I will always say, this is something I like to say a lot. That first game of a tournament is always the hardest, no matter who it is. You're nervous. You haven't played. You might be a little rusty. Um, that's how I felt. But after that, I got some momentum, knocked off the other players. So it was the Chiefs and Broncos, uh, two players in the Raiders division. I beat them both and went into the round of eight. Uh, yeah, the round of eight. And at that time, uh, I was playing a juggernaut. His name is Joke. He's a very known Madden player. He's uh, all over the Twitter scene. And, you know, he's just very known. Um, I honestly had thought I was going to lose this game because I was – 
you know, I was just a rookie kind of not not necessarily the rookie, but very young player in the game. And he's been a veteran for a long time. And everyone was kind of uh, knocking me off and just like calling it like, oh, Joke's going to win or whatever. Yeah, and I, that underdog story kind of got to me. And, you know, I felt like I was an underdog and I, I embraced that. I love being an underdog. And, you know, I learned that now. I love being an underdog and end up winning that game. And I knew at that time after I won that game, now I, I could win it all. So after winning that game, I was at $40,000 in the final four. And I had to play someone named Blocky. He was also a great player, but uh, the offense he was running, I had been playing a lot. And, you know, my defense uh, helped me out tremendously. And I won that game. And then the, obviously the final matchup, um, I ended up went blowing that, uh, blowing Ryan out. I want to say blowing him out, but <clears throat> it was just like a, a good, good win for me. And, you know, it, it just wrapped it all off. And honestly, there were no nerves. I was listening to a lot of music, chewing a lot of gum. Um, those are <laughs> I saw that. One thing yeah. though, I, I, I saw that. One thing though is that you stopped chewing gum in the final game. Is oh yeah, right? I think I either ran out or something happened, or um, I don't know. Like when you chew too much gum in a day, you're like, oh, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Like the taste is whatever. Like it's too much sugar, whatever. I don't know what happened, but obviously that didn't matter. Like uh, I, I don't. I guess I don't. I kind of superstitious, but I don't want to believe in the superstition. So. You know, it didn't take place there, thankfully. But yeah, even yeah. the even the announcers said, I mean, I'm yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. Yeah. I, thought that, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. What a, what an awesome run! Like, I give you, you got to school me a little bit uh, in Madden. So let me give you my my experience in Madden. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, Madden '95, Madden '96, Madden '97. That's like my heyday. Like that is I've yeah. played with. I used to play with my uncle and my dad. Like we used to play all the time back in the day. Like, so I'm an, I'm an old school retro yeah. man. Guy. So uh, not so much these days. Right. Yeah. So I have, a, I have a lot to learn from you and I know a lot of people listening can learn a lot from you. Uh, but you said something about divisions and you represent the Oakland Raiders. Can you talk a little bit about that? What that of even course, means? In, the um, in that specific tournament is to call the club series uh, tournament. And, you know, I guess 32 different clubs, AKA 32 different teams. Um, to get to that point is you have to qualify and there'll be four players per team. So for me, there was a uh, three different players trying to represent the Raiders club at that time. It was like, it was ab- about two weeks prior to the main final 32 tournament. And that goes on for every team. So everyone has to, you know, represent their own team by beating two other players from, um, you know, that are trying to represent that team. So once you get that done and I know it could sound a little confusing, but, um, once that happens, you get put into the round of 32 where each each player has rep- is representing one single team. So I'm representing the Raiders. Um, I said earlier, problem right, knocked me out in the year prior. He was representing the Chargers that year. Um, you know, so and, and then it goes from division to then conference. Like so um, the Raiders, I won my first game. I played the Chiefs representative after I, I beat that guy. I ended up playing the Broncos representative. And then after that, we went from um, AFC West to uh, plays the AFC North. So I had to play the Broncos, rep- uh, the Browns representative. And then after that, I played the Dolphins representative. And then after beating all the AFC opponents, I had to play one final game, which, you know, I guess Super Bowl type of thing, championship game. And that was the Vikings representative. So that's kind of how it works. Um, it's a little confusing, but, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, real NFL fans, when they get into it, the NFL – when they get into it, it's going to be like, oh, he's the he's a Raiders representative. Let's go. Let's root for this guy. Oh, he's a Niners representative. Let's go. Let's root for this guy type of thing. And, you know, that's very cool to me. I love that. And, you know, I hope the club series goes on for a million years. 
Yeah, talk about that brand crossover and what the NFL has done with Madden over the years and how it's changed. And I know we talked a bit like how it's going to look in the next couple of years. Oh, most definitely. Um, they often do the, a lot of commercials. And, you know, this year specifically, they've picked up the game a lot. Um, they, they're bringing a lot of pros on to play and do these commercials. Uh, I noticed a lot of EA Madden NFL commercials where they'll bring in, you know, uh, rookie, rookie QBs to – uh, one specific one was, I think it was Kyler Murray and he was trying to break down a cover three defense and it was like a, a commercial or Instagram video. And like those type of things are happening a lot. And, you know, the crossover is becoming real. I know a lot of NFL pros that play Madden. Uh, one to be specific is Joe Mixon for the Bengals. He's a great running back and he plays a lot of Madden and those crossovers are real. Um, but, you know, only time could tell what, what the real deal will be like. <laughs> And there's so much room for growth, obviously, like you said. And I think one of the things you said was uh, it's not slowing down. Like oh, you, no. you just, you just yeah. don't see that, that um, like you said, that crossover and that cross-pollination uh, between the two. Um, it just it obviously just makes perfect sense. Now, how did you get involved? Now, now you're a Raiders fan. Yeah. So that's like the perfect dream, isn't it? Like of course, you're, being, man. you're being represented uh, by the Raiders. That's amazing. So how did that happen? Um. Uh, how did me uh, qualifying for the Raiders and all that? Yeah. So yeah. basically, uh, like I said, the year prior, I I chose the Raiders Club Series at that time. Um, so Madden 18 was the first year they opened it up to. Oh, if you're under six, if you're uh, six, eight, if you're under 18, you could bring your parent to uh, go and they'll like be your guardian. You could qualify and compete in these tournaments. Before that, it was always 18 plus. So at that time, Madden uh, 18, I was 17. And, you know, it came out of nowhere. The news came out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, I got to I gotta get on my thing, get on my stuff, um, and just lab up a lot because I really want to represent these Raiders. I at least want to make the Final Four, which was in Orlando that year. And, you know, when I made that Final Four, um, uh, I, I knew, like, okay, now that I got that done, I put that to the side. I got to, you know, uh, lab up a lot and just continue to play. And, you know, I really want to be that Raiders representative because, you know, that's I'm a Raiders fan, and that's like – kind of like the most I could do as a Raiders fan to put the Raiders on the map type of thing and just, you know, make them proud and be rep represent them well. And, you know, um, end up doing that, end up doing that the next year. And I end up doing that this year. So the past three years I've been the Raiders representative. Um, and, you know, that's, I take a lot of pride in that. And, you know, the Raiders have taken notice. They follow me on Instagram, they follow me on Twitter. And, you know, sometimes they comment on my uh, things or just notice my comments and, you know, that's a dream come true, man. But we got yeah, more to fulfill. I mean, I mean, I'm sitting here just smiling like ear to ear, like yeah. The Raiders are following you. Like the Raiders are, you know, watching yeah. your experience and what you're going yeah. through, and you're repping them. Yeah, of course. Which, of which course. is really, this is really cool. That's really cool. Well, yeah. hey, um, jump into chat. Let us know if you have questions for Pavon. Really awesome experience. We have a lot more to get to for sure, but would love to go over questions and comments you have. Uh, Landon is Landon's actually um, a performance, an esports performance coach consultant. Uh, he, has, he has a question for you. We talked about it a little bit, but he, he'd love to hear how you handle the performance anxiety of big competitions. Um, uh, Landon, that's a great question. Um, often before the tournament, I will get some jitters, some nerves. Um, I love to comfort myself with some comforting music, not comforting, comforting to me, like music I'm familiar with. And, you know, I'll, I'll chew gum a lot. Uh, I guess they say gum and chew enhances your performance in some things, you know, especially in the mental game. And, you know, if you know you're winning the mental game, 
you know you can win that you know just the Madden game so that's sort of two things I love to do chew gum and listen to a lot of music before the game and just whenever I can and when I when I get load up into the game um and I sense so other opponent might be a little nervous that kind of makes me calm down and because I've been on that stage I don't really get nervous often when I get sit in a seat um before trust me I, can, I will get nervous but when I actually sit down in the seat and load up I feel like I'm at home and you know I got all my family watching back home and they're just rooting me on and you know I play my best game always I could always say that I always play my best game in, at the one of these tournaments and that's something I'm proud of what win or lose I'll always play one of my best and I won't I won't let nerves determine how I play you mentioned kind of your opponents how do you get a read on your opponent because I think um, there's, there's so many levels to that um I don't know you could just kind of sense it a little bit in the you know in the corner and you could also just look at how their body expression is if they're kind of like moving around anxiously um if they're kind of moving their hands a little bit like you know probably tapping their hands maybe um if they're just looking around a lot like i said or if they just have a body language that you know oh they don't really they're kind of nervous they haven't been here yet whereas i've been there or you know just in general they're kind of just um maybe if they've been there they're just a little nervous i kind of like to feed off that but you I feel like when you're there, you could tell. Right. Um, it, it, it's really fascinating. So, so a lot of my time on the traditional sports side has been in wrestling. And we, I, I, talked, I talked to you a little bit about that uh, and, and getting a read on, I mean, the whole situation, the coaches, the yeah. other wrestlers, how they're breathing, how they're, what, is, what are they doing pre-match? There's so many layers to it. Yeah, exactly. and, and it's the same thing. And I had this argument, uh, you know, the traditional and esports side, it's the same thing. It's the same it thing mental, pre mental preparation. Competition is a competition, man. Yeah. It's the same, all mental. And then you got to do your physical as in, you know, playing the game or, you know, whether it's wrestling, whatever. It's all, it's definitely all the same. Yeah. So uh, Landon went on to say that he loves the gum strategy. Yeah. Yeah, you, you gotta have to. You find your own little niche. You find your yeah. own. Little, you find your own little world. I had my own little routine. I did. I got away from everyone. You know, everyone's a little bit now. Some other. You know, some people. You know, like to be around others and things like that. Uh -huh. But you got, like you said, you got to have to find your routine. Not to be necessarily superstitious, but to get comfortable. No, I definitely agree with that a lot. Um, everyone's different. You know, everyone's gonna have their thing. Uh, me for sure is chewing gum, listening to music, and. I love what you said, you know, everyone, just when they go through that process, they're going to find their thing for sure. And, and then on the coaching side, you know, again, as you said, every, every kid or athlete is different and that their triggers are different things like that. Like one little word will throw them off. I've okay. been I've done it for years. Wow. So it's very important to some of you have to get in their face a little bit. Yeah. So um, you have to have more positive reinforcement and that's that relationship between coach and player, which I'd like to kind of go this. Do you have a mental coach? Do you, how does, how does all that work in the space? Do other players have coaches and, and how do you see that? Um, there's no coaches as of now. I mean, you just have your friends or supporters. Mm -hmm. um, I would say I am my own coach. Um, whenever the mental gets a little rough, I'll compose myself and, you know, it's kind of before the like like the calm before the storm. When I'm loading into the game, when I'm ready to like we're about to go, take off for battle, when we're both of us are about to clash it out, we 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 uh, I'm just I'm talking to myself low key, like not I mean it's just like the voice in my head. It's like okay we're about to do this. Everything's gonna be all right. You know if you if if you know this guy's about to you know lose, 
throw water on him as in like if you see a, a man drowning you throw water on him type of mentality and you know that's that's my type of mental uh mental game for sure and then i have the music talking to me some of the lyrics i can relate to a lot um you know it's just a bunch of hype get hype and get ready because you're going into battle so so far in your experience it's been yourself you, you are self-coached essentially yeah i feel like i could say that and then all you know obviously my dad and my brother they're i wouldn't say they're coaching but they're just like you know positive and like i look back and like oh i am doing this for my family uh before i'm doing it for myself i'm always going to do it for my family gotcha i appreciate sharing that that from a from, from a pro's perspective mm -hmm. you know and hearing that because i think there's a lot of ideas and concepts and then, well here's what pros need here's what they here's what they don't need uh, but it's also good to hear from the perspective of an actual player that's been on the stage that's been in those situations um what's also interesting is you know different scenes are gravitating towards different things um as far as like different titles uh, different scenes are looking at performance coaching uh, looking at health and the health and fitness side of things. Uh, what what yeah. is just your general take on the health and fitness uh, for yourself? Um, I feel like health and fitness, especially mental health, is a is a big thing, man. Uh, sometimes playing these Madden games, these long hours, you know, being inside this room, you know, you, you need to go out, get some fresh air, get the sunlight on you, uh, or go in the gym, stretch it out, hit the weights, sweat it out. Um, you don't you don't really you know that's that's something I've worked on a lot in the past year um before i would you know i mean it, it goes both ways you know staying in here definitely you get better at the game and you know you get more reps but at the end of the day like um if, if i'm going to the gym and i'm i'm getting my great workout in as i have been and then also i'll feel really great after the workout and i'll get back in that competitive mode and i'll just go home and crush it on the sticks or you know attempt to crush it that's always that's always the best thing you could do have that mental and then let let it translate into the um into the game um i know a lot of players like i said six to ten hours i've kind of cut it down a lot this year um but it's not like ne for any necessary reason it's just like how my schedule has been i'm streaming a lot more and that that kind of ties into it too uh but for sure you got to get your mental and your physical uh fitness on point while you're gaming it out you know you got to take care of your take care of yourself because no one else is going to take care of you do you think that got you to the next level last year? Um, like last year, I wasn't necessarily doing that too much. Uh, okay. That's something I was doing more this year. And it's just I wanted to I wanted to, you know, look more physical, uh, yeah. you know, get add some pounds to hit the weight. Just just do something new, you know. And uh, I said this a couple minutes back, like whenever I'm out of the gym, I feel I feel great. And I feel like like I want to just blow someone out when I get back home and play the play the game so you know that helps out a lot you know we got feeding that competitive fire always and you know what better way to do it by killing it on the gym and coming back home and killing it on the stick so that's right. something i could for sure say um I, I like doing it a lot the word always comes to mind is balance <laughs> and, and this goes into and you'll and, and, you know and you're and you are in the business world as well because you're a content creator Mm -hmm. Right. That's another layer that you've added to what, what you're doing, which is really cool. I want to talk about that in a little <clears> bit, but it is about balance because here's the thing, you know, as far as just in your situation, you can overtrain yourself. Oh right? yeah. You, okay. and, I mean, in burnout, and I'd like to get your take oh, on that. Okay. In a second. Yeah. I'd like to talk about that in just a second, but like you can, you have to have that balance between those things because it, just on the physical side. So just on fitness, right. 
there's there's literally a term called overtraining. Like that's oh, not okay. just a that's not a hyperbole. Like that is an actual training in the exercise science world. You can overtrain yourself physically, and your body starts to shut down. So what I've we talked about this a lot on on the stream is that anything in excess, almost anything in excess, yeah. can be bad. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so for that and in training, uh, yeah, I could agree. I mean, if you're winning every game and you're just blowing people out, it's not going to take effect. Um, but if you're you know, if you're one day you're up, then one day you're down, then one day the next day you're down, and then the one day you're up, it's gonna be like, okay, what's going on? I can't find my groove. Um, is you're gonna feel like I don't know if you're overtraining or you know you're not seeing the proper results. So sometimes when you know it's going back and forth, or even when I'm just, I I, I could say for sure I've had those days where I just keep losing and I keep losing. Um, I'll just, I'll just not, not keep going. You know, I'll leave it for the next day or the day after. Um, I'm, I'll t take a step outside, enjoy the, uh, the nature, or just look at the sun. That's why it's so beautiful about California. There's, it's always pretty much sunny out here. Or just go to the gym and just get my mind off. I for sure. Um, there's some tournament, online tournament games this year. Um, and uh, my friend Sahil can vouch for that. Is uh, when I lost those games, you know, I was, I was devastated. You know, I was heartbroken. Cause this is like, uh, this is my passion. This is my love. Um, but you know, I can't let it dwell on me. Otherwise, you know, I'm just going to end up, you know, delaying my content or, you know, vice versa, not getting back in the practice room and the lab. And they like to call it the lab um, in the practice mode in the lab. Um, but <clears throat> I don't let it dwell on me too much. I'll just go straight to the gym and get my mind off it. And everything is back to normal when I come back, you know, it obviously is still going to hurt, but I've, I'll feel way more, way more better than I did um you know probably like two three hours before so yeah there's the that doesn't kind of tie to your over overtraining type of thing but there are days where you can overtrain and you know that's you know if you're losing a lot or you know if you've just played too much and you you haven't seen one thing or you know if you practice way more for one thing compared to another thing type of thing for sure and it's the same thing in business there's business burnout there's burnout with anything and if you don't yeah. have that balance that you're at risk of going through that. Yeah. And I think we've all experienced some level of burnout. Of course. Of course. You know, because, because we are pushing ourselves in many different areas of life. Yeah. Right. And you're always pushing the edge, pushing the edge, pushing the edge. And sometimes you have to step back to take a step forward, essentially. Oh yeah. That, yeah that's um, great. Great. You know, Mm -hmm. And and then like I know just and we have our own thing like you said you do your own thing you step away and go do your thing like your thing is go to the gym right like yeah and then like for it's it's, it's so funny how how wrestling it's re wrestling allows you to me it was one of those you let go and like after there's like the I don't know there's for me and it's just for me but like wrestling or uh, get after the after the session there's no better feeling because it's like you've just cleared yourself. Oh yeah. And like your mind is I like, imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. So, um, and we, we've talked about that off air a little bit. Um, so I, I don't know. I, having that balance is so, is just crucial. And then reset yourself to get back into the regimen of what you need to do to be at an elite level, because you're playing at obviously at an elite level. Yeah. Uh, when, when again, first prize for the whole thing was a hundred thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. so people come ready to play. They want to play. That's that. That is the biggest tournament each year. So you know that is kind of like the okay. This is the the biggest prize you're gonna get. Lock in and do what you have to do. This is you know this is the cream of the crop. This is the icing on the cake. You know you want to take that and you know every year I'm gonna obviously every tournament I'm gonna try like that. But 
that's that, winning that already that kind of have like a chip on my shoulder like that, that's that belt's mine once i could i could do it anytime again where is the belt uh it's back there i'm gonna uh, <laughs> i'm probably gonna put it up there we're going we're gonna figure it out we're kind of early into the year um yeah. it's, it's march already kind of insane um but we're gonna get a nice studio setup uh for me this setup i have right now is pretty good but it's i don't know it's i feel like you can see everything, but it's not a bad thing, but we're going to definitely fix it up and, you know, have a belt showing where it's like on the wall and it's going to look great. Yeah. I was just curious what the belt was. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's back there. That's I awesome. mean, do you want to see it? I could go, I could go get it if you yeah, want. Yeah. I mean, we're going to grab a couple of questions. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, okay. Hit the emotes guys. Like let us know if you want to see the belt. Like surely. Yeah. I, I can go belt. grab it real quick. It's a little heavy, but yeah, I, you, I can show up for sure. Yeah. You can step up. You can step All up. Right. It's a workout for the day. Go get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait, let's grab a couple more questions. Um, when Pevin comes back, but yeah, we definitely want to see the belt, right? I would, I would definitely think so. Um, so yeah, we're gonna ask. Yeah, this big case, and trust me, <laughs> that's at awesome. the time when I got the belt, I was very like, I wouldn't say weak. I was just smaller, and I, it was like I was carrying it so funny, like it was so heavy for me. But now I, I could just you know carry it with one hand, walk around. Um, let me try to move this, maneuver this. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is like an unboxing. It pretty much is. <laughs> it comes with this like this velvet type of thing right here, so it's very nice. And then here's what you guys want to see. This is the belt itself. It's pretty nice, man. It has so jewels bad, on it, diamonds, whatever. And you know, it's it's just a memory. That's so bad. That yeah. is awesome. That is so the lighting strange. is kind of in the way, but you you get the memo. You get this. Uh, yeah. Like a couple things uh, right here. The player of the uh, who was on the game last year, Antonio Brown. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that is right sick. here. The club championship. Yeah, A B on it. Like that's that's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Pretty nuts. That's yeah. awesome. I appreciate. It. Yeah. You, well, heck, you had to go to the gym so you could hold your belt. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's what I Next, I was thinking like next time I get a belt, I'm gonna need to hold both of them up. So I need to hit the weights. I need. Yeah, to for real. Yeah. yeah. That's that's awesome. Well, I'm yeah. sure everyone appreciated that. Thanks for thanks for pulling that yeah, sure, pulling that out there. Uh, yeah, let's grab some questions. Let's grab some questions here in chat. I hope you guys again doing well. Some other people popping in here. Uh, let's go to YouTube. Let's go to YouTube. We have a question on YouTube. Uh, Julio, Julio Romero is asking, um, how has streaming helped you in perspective to when you play in tournaments? Uh, one second. I'll, I'll answer yeah. that when I put this Yeah, because we're going to get into your content creation and your vlog and everything you're doing, which is really cool uh, on YouTube and Twitch. So, yeah, we're going to answer Julio's question here. Uh, go ahead and type in the questions. We're going to get to these questions, guys. So go ahead and type them in. And we'll get to it. We're gonna go, we're gonna blast right through these. Yeah. So let me repeat this question uh, from Julio Romero on okay. YouTube. How has streaming helped you in perspective to when you play in tournaments? Um. So at first I wasn't a big streamer at all. I would often hide a lot of my uh, good plays and stuff. That's the tactic a lot of people do, and it, it is it is helpful. But this way, streaming, you can still hide some things and show the things that people have already seen. So I would say streaming has kind of put me in a thing where um okay i already know the twitch chat is watching me it's kind of like an audience and i've had those games where i play competitive people and it's a high stakes game and it's a entertaining game and like a lot is on the line with a bunch of people watching so you know doing that and playing that kind of kind of makes you you know oh i could play in the pressure i could play in these scenes um 
So I guess yeah, I could say when the when the stakes are high, I already know like I'm I'm used to that pressure and streaming is like that makes you feel like every game is kind of like that. And plus just the stream itself, you know, you get some supporters out of it. Uh, not some, you get a lot of supporters from your stream. I have great supporters. I've started streaming at the first of, of the year. Um, so January 1st, and I've got a lot, a lot of Twitch subs, a lot of supporters, a lot of followers. And I know when I'm playing in the tournaments, they're going to have my back. So that's just more people to add to the, the people I already have supporting and rooting me on. So, you know, that's great. That's, that's awesome, man. Again, you're just adding another layer uh, yeah. to your experience and building a community around you and that support, um, you know, on the days that, that are hard, that are tough, that mm -hmm. is, you know, some days are tougher than others. Of course, of course. Yeah. Has that helped you with the community? Uh, some days, yeah, I'm not feeling it. You know, I'm not feeling myself and I'll just turn on the stream and, you know, get some good numbers. And by the time I'm, it's over with, you know, I, three to four hours have been already gone by and, I, you know, it doesn't feel like that because you're having fun. And, you know, you're just playing the game you love and, you know, talking to people you really mess with and that support you and you support them. And, you know, when days get some days are obviously you said it best. Some days are harder than other. Um, every day, like I feel whenever I feel like that, I just turn on the stream, you know, and I just feel instantly better just seeing all these supporters. And, you know, it gets me my mind off whatever, you know, is bugging me at that time. And again, the word community, you're, you see the same faces, you know, you see, you know, uh, they're there supporting you, all the questions that come in and just the support and pushing you to, you know, it's better, sometimes, yeah. you know, and, and it can be very lonely. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's it, sometimes content creation. Um, well, let me go back. So when you're grinding, you know, in the grinding hours by, you know, potentially by yourself, if you're not streaming, if you're, cause you've done it to where, it was just you, right? But then also if you have a community behind you, I don't know, it just adds that other support and that layer. Um, yeah, no. Um, going back on what you said by yourself, um, I have a Discord full of friends. So uh, I didn't mention this before. Um, my, uh, I actually got a lot of help when I won the belt. I got a lot of help uh, from Henry and Alan. Those two those are younger guys. Uh, Henry's on the stage a lot now. And like this has been his year. He's been competing a lot and winning a lot of tournaments. Not winning a lot of tournaments, but making it far in these tournaments. That's my guy, Henry and Alan. They helped me tremendously when I made that run in the club series. Um, those are my guys. Those are basically like my lab partners. So, you know, I learned a lot from them and they helped me out a lot. And, but, you know, it goes back and forth. You know, I help them, they help me. And th those guys I, I grind with a lot. Like when I'm off stream, th those are the guys I grind with and talk to a lot. And just when I'm not even playing the game, I'll talk to them and just, you know, kick jokes or just, you know, watch stream watch this guy play uh, someone on stream and observe and take notes type of thing. So, yeah. It's funny because Charles had a question. I remember, he says, I remember pros and Madden love to go labbing. What does that entail? So I think you've went through what the lab is. Oh uh, yeah. So labbing basically is like the, the countless hours, like you're a mad scientist, you're in the laboratory. Oh, I found something. This is, this is going to be the next level offense. This is going to be the next level defense. Um, and, you know, you're just in the late, late hours. Usually it's going to be like, you know, 12 o'clock, 11, 1 o'clock or type of thing. That's when, you know, you actually got something cooking up. Um, I've been there. I've done that. So a story I like to say is uh, I wasn't, I wasn't having any, any success getting any stops on defense, uh, like about two months prior to the one of me winning the belt. And I decided to just, you know, watch some gameplay, watch some, you know, footage and, I saw this defense that I liked a lot. 
and it was uh, I, it was a defense I was already comfortable with a, just a different setup, and no one was running it at the time. So I'm like, all right, let me try this out. And then I, I went in and practiced one, tried it out a little bit, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna ask Henry or Allen to play. At first, I can't, I don't know who, which one I was playing first, um, but whoever I was playing first, they were like, all right, bro, what do you? This is not gonna work. Two minutes later, he's getting sacked every play, and, <laughs> and he's like, all right, what did you find? Like. You, you're so like, why Why did you do this? Now everyone's going to run it. But we hit it, and it was it turned out to be the 100K defense, the 3-3-5 that people know. Um, and, you know, it was just so funny because, like, they were doubting it at first, and then five minutes later they're both running it. They're both running it back on me. And, you know, that's the type of thing I live for, man. Proving the, proving, the doubt, proving the doubters wrong, like almost them telling you, like, oh, it's not going to work. It makes you push more. Oh, yeah. that I love that type of yeah. thing, man. I love that. That's, like, one of my favorite things to do. That with the underdog, those are my two favorite things, man. Like when the doubters, you know, doubt, and then when the when the when people are calling you to the underdog, or just you know, you know, whenever there's doubt, I I, I rise up. I always had more energy uh, in events that were away. So wrestling meets that were away, oh, yeah. like someone yeah. else's place, like two hours away, like no uh, one's around, and it, they're all up you're screaming, like. I mean, I, I'll never, I'll never ever forget. Like, Want to shut them up, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah man. Like they're all like, very short. Like almost got upset like, when I was a senior in high school, and like all their fans were up. They were throwing stuff because wow. we, it was like top, it was like top teams in the state. Yeah, yeah. And, like they and we, we were two hours away from home. Like no uh, one was there. Not comfortable. Just yeah. I, I and I'm just, I'm just like because I went for you know high high risk situation and got my, I was on my back. And almost got basically almost got pinned like we talked about wrestling, and I see people just I mean I, I just like I, I, like you don't even know what happened. Yeah, you know and, exactly. and okay. situations like that where you get you're like I don't even know how we got here. How we got here? That's how I feel in Madden all the time. Like how how am I losing this game? Type of thing. That's what people say a lot when yeah. you feel like you're dominating, you're grooving, you're uh, in a groove or whatever. You're like okay, yeah. I look so, up on the scoreboard. So, how am I losing? Yeah. So I'm there on the on my back and I see popcorn flying. I mean, they are oh they, 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 okay. like this was not supposed to happen. This was a huge like Wait, big things go wrong type of thing. Yeah. 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 And so I somehow I just went blank. I went dark and just like somehow got to my feet, got a single, single leg, took him to his back, stuck him, like just like that. And they all sat down. Wow. And a matter of how many seconds you were. Uh, it was about 20, 25 seconds. Wow, wow. It was just like, boom, I was on my back. I'm like, what is happening? And this not is not much supposed to be happening. Adrenaline rush. Uh, right now, my veins are exploding talking about it. But, like, but you know what's awesome? We're talking about the same thing. Yeah. Basically, me, me and you yeah. right now are vibing on the same experience. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, but on the traditional and the esports side. And I hope people are watching this because this is real. That's esports it. side is real, and I love this connection and, and sharing this with you because it's the same thing. People need to understand that that don't get it. So sorry, I get a little passionate. Oh, like, I know. I, I mean, I'm over here getting <laughs> passionate as well. You know, it's, it's, well, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big, you know. So anyway, so yeah, so I got my bag, got a single leg, and, and stuck him. And I and I feel bad saying this was actually funny, you know, because the adrenaline, because you get the adrenaline rush. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes you may do things you shouldn't do right now. Oh, right that yep, happens in Madden. Popping like, off that in yeah. Smash, in Smash they call it popping off. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what Madden. I don't, know I, don't, what I don't know what the term would be in Madden, but I, I could tell you a numerous amount of things I have done off of Adrenaline Rush. Some stupid, majority of them stupid, and I yeah. wouldn't do it again, but yeah. you know, so, you do it for real. Yeah. It, it happened, you know, and all, yeah. the fans, and all the fans went, 
they all sat down. You know, they were just like this, and I stepped over him. Like he was on his oh. back, and I stepped over him. It was bad. You put, you put the Kobe on. Uh, yeah, I think I got a team point taken away. You know, so yeah. but it was it was just really heated. You know, top three teams. You know, and it was just a Alan lot. Harrison, I meant to say. You anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry for like storytelling guys, but I'm just saying, but we were telling the story together because you've been through those situations as well. Mm-hmm. You know, those high pressure, emotional spots, yeah. you know? Uh, so just trying to paint a picture there. So, all right, guys, well, I'm going to jump into these questions because we've got a lot flying in here. I want to make sure we get to these. Um, yeah. Let's go to uh Sahil. What's going on, man. Uh, so when did you decide to go all in on Madden? Uh, shout out to Saho. This is my 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 right hand man. This is my like guy who helps me out with social media. He's my guy. Um, but when did I? Uh, what was the question again? When did I decide to go all in on Madden? Uh, yeah. I believe this was after after uh, I won the. I was originally five thousand dollars from the Madden eighteen tournament. Um, the final thirty two club series one. The what the year before I won the main one. I decided to um. I'm just going to spend a lot of time on this. Um, I was still a senior at that time. So, um, but thankfully, you know, it's crazy how looking back, you, you always notice uh, how did these things work out like so perfectly. Um, at that time, I had a reduced schedule, which is basically uh, they cut two periods off of me. Uh, either, yeah, it was two periods and a lunch. So I was getting home at 12 o'clock every day, the second semester of senior year. And that time was all on Madden. And that time was all on watching Twitch. And that time was all on just, you know, uh, learning the ins and outs of how the Madden business works and like how the Madden uh, competitors play and just overall just like taking taking it in. How What do I need to do to be that level and also watching these guys at tournaments? Um, because at that time, I only made one tournament and then there were still a majority of tournaments going on for the rest of the year that I wasn't able to uh, I, that I didn't qualify for due to, you know, that was just only I only played one tournament. So, yeah. Uh, senior year for sure. Uh, second semester is when I decided to go all in. I spent a lot of hours and I'm, I'm thankful, you know, that was all just pure passion and just pure innocence, not knowing what was going to occur. Just, just get grinding. That's pure grind right there. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really, it's really cool. Um, cause it, and you mentioned like consuming, which is really interesting. Like you consumed a lot. Oh, of course. Um, this is a, a good advice. This is something I say a lot. Um, if you want to be like, oh, I get a lot of questions often. Oh, how do you get so good at Madden? How do you become a pro, Madden pro? How do you put these hours in? Um, first thing first, if, you don't, if you're like not comfortable where your game is at, go on Twitch. I know people call this lurking. I call it just observing and just, you know, um, it's a, it's a C, C league do like the NFL. They say uh, it's a, if you see it, you do a type of league in the NFL. And it, it, like it's crazy because it translates to esports. Uh, often people see uh, people running this specific, specific play or defense or run, and then they implement it into their scheme. So it's a monkey see, monkey do. But or you know, it's crazy how in the NFL it's the same thing, and then esports is the same thing. So yeah, and that's something I like to say for sure. Get on Twitch and consume everything you can. Watch everything you can. Watch all the tournaments. Um, watch just behind the scenes stuff. And watch, watch, watch. And play, play, play. That's the two things I say to people who are trying to become Madden pros. To get involved with the meta of the game and the feel and the flow. Like yeah, every, every title has a flow, right? Uh, and it's same thing with traditional side too. So again, like you like you just said, it's the same thing. Um, yeah. So a couple of questions we want to get to. Uh, Ryan, how you doing, man? Um, 
curious on what Pavin has done with earnings, with your earnings, not to get personal, but did you reinvest into the brand, save or invest the money, use as living expenses, uh, anything you'd wish to kind of talk about on that? So however you want to navigate that question. Um, no, I could just answer it perfectly. Uh, so that question, um, I basically saved a lot of my earnings and, you know, slowly but surely I'm going to reinvest into myself now. Um, this year has been a lot about my, my branding and that's what I've, I've decided to do a lot. Uh, put some money into the branding, um, aka buy this stream setup, buy this computer, work on these uh, content um, creations and Overall, uh, I've saved a lot of it, but definitely going to look in to see what I could invest in. And I also like to say, like, I'm only 19, so I got a lot to learn about, you know, all this investing and just obviously I know what it takes for myself in the Madden game. But there's a lot of things I know I could be doing with the money just to, you know, multiply it or whatever. But I'll learn that as the years go by. For now, Madden's my thing, content and, you know, just overall expanding my brand, getting people to know who I am. One thing I would say is take your time. Yeah. That's a good thing. And I know yeah. it's not the uh, the greatest answer that people want to hear. Yeah. And man, just take your time. You're 19 years old. You know, mm -hmm. if you've got people are, you know, I'm 33. So, oh, yeah. you know, and, and people look at me like, you know, I've got a lot of time. Like you're 19. Yeah. You're 19 yeah. years old, man. So there's no need to rush anything, you know, sure. and that's when you make mistakes is when you're going too fast. So okay. that, that's probably one of the best things I could probably tell you. Yeah, uh, is when you, the biggest mistakes are made in haste. And okay, and that's perfect. whether in whether in business, um, you know, or it, it just nothing. It really comes good out of haste. You know, maybe in the short term it might, but then yeah. long, longer term to keep that up. I'll be back there. Okay. You know, and we talk about burnout and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you take things slower, it allows you to process it. You know, so I think it's something to, to think about for sure. For sure. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other comments uh, on that as well, guys, throw it in the chat. Cause I'd love to showcase that. Um, and then Charles said, that sounds about right. You did that with FIFA of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of uh, comments coming in here. Let me make sure we grab some of these. For sure. Um, yeah. Armin appreciate that. So Armin says that uh, they started playing uh, flag football, committed flag football. And they started adjusting their game to look, look like top teams and got really competitive and started winning. Um, oh, yeah. it's learning from smart people. I think that's yeah. a really good comment. Mm -hmm. um, and they said the NFL is a copycat league. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. so, you see Bill Belichick always finding these, uh, these, these ways to, uh, you know, play the game and, uh, you know, do things that people are not or combat those things. And then next thing you know, all the other teams are implementing in their scheme. So definitely. So I have a, so I have a question. Uh, so you're obviously representing the, the Raiders. Are, mm -hmm. you with, are you working with any other sponsors? Or how does that work? Um, as of right now, there's no sponsors, but I pray and, you know, fingers crossed in the coming months, there's going to be some, some moves being made, some sponsorships and, you know, me getting a good basis with the Raiders, but that's something, you know, it's kind of there already, but, you know, I'm going to finger cross and, you know, just, Try to get that, uh, you know, in heart and paper, basically. We'll right. see how it goes from in the, in the upcoming months for sure. Because they did move to Las Vegas, and you know, it's, it's close to me, and you know, we're just gonna see how it goes for there for sure. Gotcha. Do you see sponsors coming into the Madden space? Is there talks? Like, you know, obviously, it's it's such. I mean, it's all such a new space, obviously. But I would say even more so with that title. Um, um, uh, uh, yeah, there's already been some sponsors. Um, there's some esports organizations already uh, representing some players 
two players to be specific is Skimbo. Skimbo is like a, they call him like the new go. Um, they call, he's definitely been on uh, the, the MCS. MCS started in Madden 16. He's been the leader of money in the belts uh, since then. So he has three belts. Um, Skimbo is signed with Lazarus. Uh, they have a good contract, good sponsorships, all that good stuff. And then another player, his name is Drini. Uh, he's uh, up there too. I would say he's the top, the second best player right behind Skimbo in the MCS era. Um, he has two belts. And, you know, he's beating me in one of these final eights this year at the Madden 20 Club Series Championship. He beat me in the final eight and he's a great player. And, you know, we kind of kind of similar in our, you know, age and, you know, just how we came up. We came up both on PS4. We kind of played each other sometimes. Um, it's just crazy. We were just like, I remember Madden 16. We we're both just kids just playing the game on Twitch. And now he is signed to a team organization named Complexity. Um, that's like a great, great deal. Uh, gaming organization and yeah he signed the complexity and complexity has some ties with the dallas cowboys so there's already a team the nfl it's already you know the integration is already there so i'm, I'm sure more teams and more you know players are going to be there in the in the coming years months and years so yeah i do see madden and smash uh so my brother's a smash we talked about that but yeah. my brother's a smash player me- melee player and uh, top 80, 870 in the world, r- roughly. And I see it very similar. I think they're both undervalued. Now, by how much, I have no idea. It's very hard to say, like, one it's series. Hard to see all those numbers and all that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know, it's impossible to say what how undervalued a scene is, but it's almost a feel thing. Yeah. It's yeah. an aware, awareness thing. But, you know, complexity is smart. I mean, right, coming in and coming in, and then Jerry Jones knows what he's doing. Yeah. So, right. yeah. so it's you're going to see more like there is there is no question you're going to see more orbs get involved in the Madden space. Like, I don't think that, that that's a statement that really can't be refuted. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in my in my opinion. Uh, and it's I, I see Madden very similar to Smash as Smash has been undervalued. And Smash came out just a, a couple of days ago. My brother is on. He did. He is. He is so excited about the Smash Smash World Tour. They, oh, just, wow. they, they just announced it was it was probably the biggest announcement. something or what is it? What's that? Is that a new game, Smash World Tour? Or it's it's that? for Smash Melee and Ultimate, but it's a tournament series, an international oh, tournament. It, that, yeah. You know how? Do you know yeah. that when you announce something like that, it's a yeah, that's, big, that's huge news. That's great news. That's great huge, news. Huge, huge, and we've been pumping Smash. Like, why aren't people looking at Smash more and all that? And then all this comes out. Like, it's going yeah. to happen. It's guys. just destined. Like, I feel like talking about it like that is just going to happen. Like you said. Yeah, exactly. It's, but again, culture shifts take time. Of course. With any kind of market, things take time. And it's about educating. People will not invest money or their time unless they understand it. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Things about markets. Yeah, go ahead. Esports, yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time. I mean, but it's just the beginning. Like uh, one time I was talking to my friend Sahil. uh, We compared this. We were in just a car. We were talking. I compared it like esports right now is kind of like 100 years ago, whenever the NFL started or the sports started. Um. At first, I'm sure the turnout, you know, the turnout already is like it's, it's crazy, like the amount of players that are playing it. Um, but it's just starting up. Basically, I, be, I believe it just started barely in like 2013, 2011, 2010. Um, but you know, it's only been 10, 10 years at max compared to like let's just go back 100 years years ago when the NFL or when all these football leagues started. There was just they were wearing pigskin helmets and you know, or they're using these helmets, leather helmets and pigskin balls. So. You know, it, it definitely look at where it's at now. So this is just the beginning for sure. Right. And, and just like back then, there were a lot of issues. 
Yeah, like, of course, of course. A ton um, of issues. And, and I feel I, like esports right now is like way more involved. Of course, obviously more involved, but like they have already a way better start than back then. They had, uh, like you said, a ton of issues. Whether it was just you know people getting hurt or whatever it was, um, there was no quote unquote NFL at, at that time when it started compared to now. It's you know there's already some leagues and all that type of thing. Right. In the space, you know, esports space will sort itself out. We've talked about on here about valuations and how things need to consolidate a little bit in certain air pockets or some, you know, inflated pockets and valuations on teams, which we really won't, won't dive into too much today. But, you know, it's it's going to be a consolidation. But the, but leagues have done this before. This isn't anything new. Like Industries do this over the course of history. This is how it works. So it's just something that to keep in mind. You look at history like it's, it's awesome. You know, at 19 years old, you're looking at history. That's awesome. Yeah. You're able to be able to say that because yeah. history can teach you so much. Not exactly yeah. what's going to happen, yeah. right? But it's, it potentially can rhyme as to what happened in the past. So it's yeah. very much believe in that, and having that perspective will really help uh, on the individual level for what you're doing, and then like the bigger picture as well. So, uh, Landon went on to say, complexity has been pretty forward thinking with regards to performance coaching and sports psychology, which is awesome as well. So yeah, there's things that. Um, so, you know, certain organizations are, are more forward looking than others. It's really interesting to see how what they're adopting and what they're not adopting. Um, but I just I, again, I just see Madden being a scene that is going to continue to trend up um, again. This is more of a, a similar feeling with not, not just and I talk about Smash a lot, but just the fighting game community as well. It's they're mm -hmm. kind of I think they've been overlooked uh, from the from the uh, I wouldn't mainstream, not the right word. But people getting involved that may not intimately know esports, yeah, it's more of a top. It's very top heavy. I feel like esports is very top heavy. The industry, some parts of it, and there's other scenes that have been overlooked, and that just seems like madness. It's kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Any more questions, guys? Let's go ahead and jump in. We've got a few more minutes here. I really appreciate y'all diving in, uh, asking questions in the comments. Really do appreciate it. Uh, we've got some on YouTube. Uh, what was? Let's see. Julio's got another question. What was your favorite play that you didn't think you could pull off against two? Um, so so there, I, I'm going I'm to nominate two plays. One play was when I was playing joke. It was in the round of eight. Um, he was, it was 16 to 14. I was winning, but he was in field goal range and time was running out. There was around three minutes, left, uh, a couple first downs. And, you know, he would kick three or get seven, try to play defense because he's a defensive player. And it was third and 10. And, um, I'm sure you've seen this play already. Uh, if you guys haven't, then I'm sure if you ask me, I can find you this play. It's on YouTube. Um, just type in joke first Pavin. It was third down and 10, and he had uh, made a pass to the far sideline. Um, he was just trying to get some sideline yards, get out of bounds, maybe get a first. And I had my player in a specific coverage that usually doesn't play this zone. I mean, it's like 50-50. Um, but I guess, like, the player just – he just made an amazing play. It was Ronnie Lott. And he uh, got this interception. He made the interception, and then he ran it back for six, basically sealing the game because I was up 16 to 14, and he was already in, like, the 25 to 30-yard line. So this was, like, around a 70-yard pick six. And then got the points and then scored the seven and ended up going up by nine. And if you guys know common uh, common football is you need eight points at max. You could score eight points at max. So basically that game was sealed, and I was so hyped. I got up. I started yelling because at this time I wasn't, you know, I was on the best of terms with this guy. It was not like no beef type of thing, but we just, our crew wasn't really that friendly with their crew. So this was kind of like, let's go, I'm doing this for my crew type of thing. And, you know, I got up, started capping and just like that inner line, the inner competitive. Yeah. You, got, you have to see this play. I'll show you this play for sure. Yeah, and for sure. 
the second play was I was in the championship game and I think I was up either 7-0 at this time or 10-0 and I had the ball and everything was going groovy. It was like a third and two. And um, instead of trying to get those two yards and move the chains, I was I went I was thinking to go deep and he would he had no plans of guarding any well he had a couple plans. He tried to guard it, but I, I hit him with a play that he had, hadn't seen the whole tournament. And what basically ended up happening is uh, I was able to get a free release on the sideline and I hit him for like a 50, 60 yard touchdown dot on third and two. So this was just like, it was like a backbreaker. Like, oh my God, I wasn't thinking that you're going to go deep on third and two. And the announcers got into it and it was just a great play. Dude, the meta in the game is, is crazy. And again, I don't, Again, I don't, I don't, I don't play Madden anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, what's my extent of Madden? Playing Madden back in the day was like ninety five or ninety six when Dion. I think it was ninety five. I think Dion was on the Falcons and yeah. substitute Dion and like a quarterback blitz him all the time because he had a oh, ninety because he had a ninety nine ratings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is I would just you know pick ninety nine you know, speed and all that. Yeah, Dion was yeah. super fast. Dion is still a like player everyone uses today. It's, it's crazy these these legends. They're in the Madden Ultimate team, you know, whether it's from 95 to 2015 Madden, basically they're, they're in the game forever, basically. That's crazy. It's like immortalizing them in the game. Yeah, cool. basically. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, so that, that's my extent of, of, especially Madden 95, 96 was like those the two years I played a, a ton of. So, so much fun, just so many fun. And it's like funny things like uh, the start button laterals it. Lateral. I mean, back in the day on Genesis, oh, wow. we, start, we would lateral it, and we would do these weird lateral plays. It's not fun. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I do that too a lot, man. It's not always the you know I gotta lock in and have fun. Sometimes I'm over here doing trick plays, lateral. Okay. Okay. You know, getting sticky, as in um, trying to like on this on the stick, like I'm trying to make people miss with just the sticks, not the juke button or the spin button. It's just like having highlight plays like that, swerving in and out of defenders you know, just having monster touchdown runs. I have a few on my Instagram page, Pop and Lacod. Uh, I have a specific one, Lamar Jackson, just scoring a 70-yard touchdown. Just nasty. That's crazy. And then there's a, also, um, you make any content for TikTok? Um, we haven't started that. We have probably like one. I, I definitely have a lot of clips I could post and get some views on it. Yeah. Uh, it's just more of like finding that right music to go along with it. And we haven't been we've been on a lot of other things but yeah tiktok is a good is a good page to you know just get viewers from here to there and you know just post fun and fun and like really cool clips so i'm definitely going to be on that for sure yeah and the reason, the reason i think that my mind just goes because i'm on there quite a bit or whatever and uh, chad johnson there's a play that's like it's like the third best the third most watched esports tiktok out there and it's chad yeah it was he, uh, chad johnson uh it was like third and ten i forgot who was playing who but it was for the belt. I'm pretty sure it was for the belt, or it was for wow. some championship. And then he ran like a 50 yard touchdown on third. Oh, was it with Chris Johnson? I think. I'm sorry, Chris Johnson. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Was, uh, that was Vol Voltrex. He actually won the Madden 20 Club Championship. You yeah. Know how Drini knocked me out. Drini uh, was in the finals of that, and Vol ended up winning. So. This is probably like three months ago. Yeah, I was there, and it was insane. Yeah. So they yeah. made they made that into a TikTok. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's, it's, gotten, it's gotten like four million views. Yeah, as it should. That play was insane. It's, insane. The, it's the the run music, you know, run, and he takes yeah, off. Man. It was hilarious. Anyway, so, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, so little, talk so fun. You could just make whatever you want to make out of it, whether it's funny, whether it's serious, whether it's just like get hype, it's whatever type of content you want to create. That's all yours. 
Right. And, and again, they got like three or four million views. It's nuts. Not 300,000 or 30,000, yeah, 3 million. Nuts. So it's crazy. Uh, well, very cool. I'm going to grab a couple more questions here. Um, Wendy says, congrats on your victory. Appreciate the insightful views on the Madden community. Save your money. We'll get you set up with some lit streaming gear. Huh. <laughs> that was from Wendy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so he'll thanks saying loving the podcast so far. Uh, let me hop over to, we have got multiple platforms going. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to, you know how it works. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to grab some questions. Um, uh, how you, Jacob? Shiv, how's it going? Shiv, how you doing? Uh, Shiv says, uh, uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I'll get you on that. Yeah. I'll get you on that. Um, I feel like there was one other I skipped over here. Sorry guys. If I skipped over some of these questions. Um, yeah. Ryan had that great question about, uh, winnings. I do want to get to, or no, Andre. So Andre says that uh, greetings from the Netherlands. Uh, so he said Madden's not very big in the Netherlands, uh, but he was asking how, I mean, how popular is the game outside of the U S do you have any insight on that? Outside of the U S I wouldn't say it's that popular because if you think about it, there's no football leagues outside the NFL, uh, outside the USA, they have like rugby and you know, the majority, that's where FIFA, FIFA is so big out of the U.S. Uh, it's big in the U.S. and it's big out the U.S. But as for Madden, I don't believe it's bigger outside the U.S. Probably maybe Canada might be pretty big. Canada, I'm sure it's big because there's a Buffalo Bills and, you know, Canadians probably watch football as well. Um, but I'm sure just the U.S. and Canada are the main sources of Madden. And, you know, anywhere else, I wouldn't, I, would, I doubt it would be, you know, popular. Wait, I'm going to give you about a minute. Uh, where can people get connected to you? I know you have a vlog and things like that. So how can we get connected to you on social? Okay. So basically, like you said about the vlog, we have a bunch of great content um, in real life vlogs, as well as Madden gameplays. It's on Pavan, uh, Pavan space Lakot, P-A-V-A-N-L-A-K-H-A-T. That's my YouTube. Um, as for my Twitter, Instagram, and all that good stuff, it's the same thing, except there's no space. So P-A-V-A-N-L-A-K-H-A-T, Pavan Lakot. On there, I'm posting just, you know, basically the same types of things I'm posting on my YouTube. But if you guys could check my YouTube out, check my Instagram out, check my Twitter out, give me a follow. I'll more than likely give you a follow back, um, you know, and just, you know, if you like what I do and want to support, you know, I, I appreciate any and all types of supporters. I'm about to live stream on Twitch in a little bit. My Twitch is Pavan Lakot, same thing, P-A-V-A-N-L-A-K-H-I-T. I'm probably going to be playing some Madden, you know, if you got some questions, you want to watch me play some Madden feel free to man. And, you know, thank you for having me on this podcast. This was a very good podcast and, you know, it was honestly very fun. You know, we, we connected on a lot of things. Um, like you said, the sports and the esports, it's, it's the same thing. And just a bunch of other topics that were great topics, great questions. And thank you for everyone tuning in and all the questions that, that were being asked. So go follow him right now. I went ahead and typed it into LinkedIn uh, to follow him on those platforms. And again, especially even if you don't play Madden, here's the, even, even if you don't play, you need to learn about it. Yeah, it's, it's part of it's part of the space. It's part of the conversations. Again, you don't have to be, you know, there, there's no way. It's funny. I've talked to someone earlier today. It's impossible to be an expert on every single game. Uh huh. It's not possible. Yeah. And I, I, talked yeah. about, I was like, the only expert in every single game out there is some AI that isn't even built yet. Yeah, I know, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh. So you don't have to. You can't spend, you know, you know, ninety five hours in a day because there is no ninety five hours in a day, right? So, mm -hmm. but at least just understanding a like the nuances of the game and the community a little bit. I do think there's something to be said about that. Yeah, most definitely. Um, 
yeah, yeah, like you said, you know, going growing up, everyone thought they could play every single video game, but then as time goes by, they've specialized in that one video game. Madden's been that video game for me, and it's gonna be that video game for me. Thankful for everything Madden's done for me, and you know, I'm thankful for the more opportunities that come come up Madden. So, you know, shout All out right, to Madden. So- Here's something I would like to do. I haven't even told you this yet, so it's a little, a little scary. But for you, uh, I would love to do a live stream with you at Madden 95, Madden 96. We'll, we'll pick one. I would, I would be down. Um, what what do consoles are on that? What consoles are on Madden 95 and 96? What's that? What consoles uh, do you have to get to get the Madden 95, Madden 6? It'll be, it'll be an emulator. We could do some type of like online emulator or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. I would be down to do that. That'd be so sure. much fun, dude. Yeah. Do the little vintage. You would probably school me. If I'm not I, don't I don't know. It's all I got Dion, man. It's all I got Dion. <laughs> on, the, on the edge, man. That's all. Yeah, no. Um, my, that was a great idea. My friend was actually talking, uh, Shiny Instinct, my friend Jacob. We were going to play some Madden 08 one day and maybe make a YouTube video of it. But yeah, that's a great idea. Just hit me up on linkedin or just whatever we got my all my platforms i follow you back on all, all the platforms so that'll be a great stream possibility for sure that's a great idea man thinking yeah. outside the box that's something i can support and i love when people do that well we'll get everybody, everybody in the linkedin community get involved so oh yeah for sure yeah, for sure. sure we'll definitely do that so well again guys thanks for all the questions thanks for the comments really appreciate it, it really does make the show when you guys jump in so i really do appreciate it uh, on all platforms uh, Pavan, thank you so much for what you do. What I'm going to try to do to close is this. I'm going to try to share my screen, and I'm going to do the last minute of when you won the 2019 club championship. I think if we're okay with that. Yeah, that's an amazing idea, man. I think we're going to end it like that and then go from there. So I do need to try to pull this up, um, have this shared to where they can see this. I hope this works. Uh, this is what – hey, this is live. So, you know, live stuff. Yeah, yeah. how it goes. So uh, we're going to try to do this. And show the last minute. Um, I'm gonna click a couple buttons here because I really want you guys to see this. See your entire screen. All right, give me one second, and we'll be going to play this. There it goes. It's crazy how I was on ESPN and all everything. Man, right here, I didn't even know where to go, and I was hyping up the crowd. <laughs> wow, man, wow. This is just insane, insane, man. I was trying to walk off the stage, but I had, uh, actually had to stay on the stage. So you see me, uh, this is a commissioner, Matt Marcoux. That's the belt right there. I was walking off the stage. I had no idea where to go. I ended up coming back, shaking his hand. I was a little cringy right there, but it's all good. Uh, hold that belt up, man. And they got a, actually like a great picture. I know I sent that to you. They say like that's one of the best pictures. I kissed the bell a couple of times, man. That's my destiny, man. I I was so speechless, man. I was just taking it all in. The confetti was flying. I'm like, where is this confetti coming from? <laughs> yeah, that confetti is awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Um, it was just a, that's a memory for a lifetime right there, man.